Thank you very much indeed. Uh, it's a great privilege to be back with you again. And I think one of the greatest joys for me is to share what God is doing. We hear so much in these days of what Satan and wickedness is doing in our world. But what a blessing to come and tell you what God is doing. You, the Lord said, I will build my church. And tonight I'm here to share with you what God is doing across his world as the spiritual harvest is being gathered in. And I thank God for the opportunity to be here and thank you for your prayers and thank the Reverend Patterson uh, for giving me this evening to be here and just to update you on the work and share something more with you what God is doing in these days. Before I bring you to the work, I'd like to bring you to the Word. And I want to just read some verses uh, with you from Ephesians chapter 6, well-known verses from Ephesians chapter 6 and commencing to read together at verse 10. Here we read about the whole armor of God. And let's read the, from verse 10 through to verse 15, please. Turning to Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. Now, I just want to say at this point, my watch has stopped. So if you see me taking the phone out and pressing the button, it's not to read a text message just to see what time it is. Uh, so that we try to hold to time this evening. So let's come to the word of God and reading from verse 10. Finally, my brethren... Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore. Having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Amen. And we know that God will bless the reading of his word to our hearts this evening. We just note here in verse 15, Paul writing here, he says, And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. He's speaking of the gospel of of peace. Sometimes commentators point out how strange it is that Paul should mention the gospel of peace right in the middle of a passage where he's dealing with spiritual warfare and conflict and armor. And here he speaks of peace and of the gospel of peace. You know, the only reason there is any conflict at all is because the power of sin and the powers of Satan are dead set against making peace with God. And yet we see how God has made peace with man. We said earlier in this book, because if we're to go back to chapter 2 and verse 13 and 14, we see how enmity between God and the repentant sinner was brought to an end. And then if we were to come to verse 19 of chapter 2, we see how the enmity between races and factions in Christ was brought to an end, because there we see that the Gentiles are no longer alienated from God but they belong to God and they enjoy the same spiritual blessings as the other Jewish believers. And so we see that the hostility, the enmity between God and man has been broken down, but also the enmity between peoples within Christ has been broken down, and the gospel brings a wonderful peace. And so Paul here draws our attention to this. And I just want to leave just a couple of thoughts with you this evening. And the first one is this, that the gospel shoes provide stability. And that's in the context of standing. And as these verses we read together, I'm sure you'll have noted that Paul was exhorting the believers to stand, stand, stand. 
And so we find the gospel shoes provide stability. We need to be able to stand. Paul reminds us here that the war that we're in is not a war with flesh and blood, but it's a war with supernatural evil powers. You see, Paul had conflict with flesh and blood. He was stoned. He was beaten. He was imprisoned. But he said the battle that you're in is not with flesh and blood, but the spiritual battle that you're in, it's a battle with supernatural powers, as he says here, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We're in a real battle. A commentator of some years ago, he said, you know, the believer needs to realize that he's not in a play park, but he's in a battlefield. And we need stability on the battlefield. And thank God the gospel shoes provide stability because, as we have read these verses, you will note that there is the danger of falling in the battle because Paul exhorts us to stand, 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 and be steadfast. So there is the danger of falling in the battle. But God has made provision for us. And thank God we can stand firm in these days. And Paul tells us in verse 15, in the preparation or the readiness of the gospel of the peace. Now, in Paul's day, the Roman soldiers would have been wearing sandals. There wouldn't have been shoes, but those sandals had spikes on them. And so those spikes give them stability as they went out into the battlefield. The ground would have been very slippy, maybe from the dew, from excess rain, or most likely from blood that was being shed on the battlefield. And so as those soldiers went out with those sandals and those spikes on the sandals, they were able to stand firm. There was stability in the battle. Thank God tonight there's stability in the spiritual battle. Thank God for the gospel shoes tonight that provide stability for the people of God, that we might be able to stand in these evil days and having done all to stand. We need to stand in these days. There is so much against us. You don't need me to come tonight to your church to tell you about this society that we're living in, about this day and age that we're living in, this postmodern society where there's no absolute truth and the attacks are on the gospel and on the believers and the church is considered as a relic of the past. We have nothing to offer this 21st century. That's how modern society considers us. There is so much against us. There's the new perspective of Paul that undermines justification by faith alone. There's the religions of this world that promotes um, Christianity through works. There's open theism that attacks the sovereignty of God. But thank God, there's stability in the gospel shoes. We can stand for God in these days. And isn't it Philippians chapter 2, where it speaks about the darkness of the age and shining bright for God. And you know that great truth came to me recently. The darker the day comes, the more brighter we will shine. Oh, to have the gospel shoes of stability. But then we notice, secondly, the gospel shoes of mobility. Because here Paul, writing in verse 15, he says, And your feet shod with the preparation or the readiness of of the gospel of peace. So that's the context in which we read about having on the 
the readiness and the preparation of the gospel of peace that we read here in verse 15. It means that we move with the gospel. We just don't stand in the gospel. And that's good. But we move with the gospel. And that's great. And that's what the word of God is telling us tonight. Ready to move with the gospel. The words of the Lord going to all the world and preach the gospel. Those wonderful words in 1 Peter 3.15 where it says, Be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you. And again, Paul touches this when he was writing to the church at Colossae. And in chapter 4 and verse 6, that ye may know how you ought to answer every man. And then he says here in verse 15 of Ephesians 6, And your feet shod with the preparation or the readiness of the gospel of peace. There needs to be this mobility. The gospel shoes gives us mobility. We're moving for God. It's reckoned that Paul brought his imagery here from Isaiah chapter 52 and verse 7. That lovely verse, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings and that publisheth peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publisheth salvation, and saith unto Zion, Thy God reigneth. It's interesting, you know, in this verse, we notice that the verse doesn't say how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who has good news or knows good news, but who brings good news. And God wants us to be those who bring the good news. And the gospel shoes gives us mobility tonight. That we might move with the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel shoes give us stability. That we might stand in this evil day. But I believe also, thirdly, the gospel shoes give us ability. Because it gives us a confidence in the gospel. You see, the gospel shoes provide stability. We know what we believe in the gospel. The gospel shoes give mobility. We have that plan to share the gospel. And the gospel shoes provide ability. We have a confidence in the gospel. We have an ability that we don't have in ourselves. But you know, friends, if we were to go in our own efforts, it would mean nothing. There would be no spiritual fruit. What does the word of God tells us? God takes the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty. Why? That no flesh will glory in his presence. It's when God gives us the ability. My friends, when we are as nothing. The word of God says we can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth us. My friends, if we feel we can do it, then we're better not doing it. But if tonight we feel we cannot do it, and you know, friends, as I stand before you, I want to be honest with you, I'm not a brave man. I find it very, very challenging. Years ago, I remember going around doors, knocking the doors to evangelize and share the gospel with people. I trembled. I found it so difficult. And you know, if you got a first couple of doors that were half decent, it'd give you a bit of strength and courage to keep going. But if you got a nasty door at the beginning, it was, it was tough. And my friends, I could not do it. And my friends, this is a spiritual work. We cannot do it. But there is an ability that comes from God. When we have the gospel shoes on us, there is stability, there is mobility, there is ability. God helps us to do the work that he has called us to do. And thank God, wherever you are in Market Hill or wherever it is and wherever you're from, 
Thank God he can give us an ability to do that work, to share the gospel, to stand for God in these evil days, and to shine bright in these days for God, that our lives will win souls to Jesus Christ, that our witness will be blessed of God. My friends, God can give us the strength to do it. May we go trust in the Lord, and may God help us in these days to be those ambassadors for the Lord and to be witnesses for Jesus Christ as we serve him in the mission field that God has called us to tonight. You know, as I bring you to the presentation this evening, I'm going to share with you, share with you about those who are standing tonight, their stability, and they need that stability because many of them are serving God in very, very difficult circumstances. But not only the stability, but God has given them mobility and they're moving out with the gospel and planting churches, pioneering ministry. But they're not doing their own strength because the ability comes from God. And God has used them for his glory as they faithfully serve God in these days. And so I want to bring you to the...